Voicemail that clarifies, you know, mm. that insults our intelligence. Mm. What's up, Jay? What's up? He, Kevin was just trying to call again, but we're good. We, oh, we know okay. what's up. Got it. <laughs> uh, so the question, uh, love you, mean it, Kevin, is uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven style bank heist with five athletes. So it's you and five athletes. And as Kevin astutely pointed out, you're going to need different skill sets. I think it would be helpful for me, notorious prepper. Um, to review the, uh, the, the different skill sets that we would need. So you're gonna need a, uh, you always need somebody who's really like limber, mm-hmm. who can mm-hmm. like sneak into places and Definitely. stuff and bend. You need your Catherine Zeta Jones, essentially, in case there's some lasers. So for that reason, I'm gonna take Simone Biles, number one. Mm-hmm. Is, well, I mean, that's they're right. not in order. It's just like, that's who I'm gonna take. Uh, then I'd say you need a driver. So, um, I'll take, uh, I don't know who's doing well in NASCAR right now. I'll just take Chase Elliott. I believe in him. He's young. He's got, he's baby driver. Chase Elliott is baby (laughs) driver. Uh, then you're going to need a, uh, like a smart, like a, like a nerd, like a tech hacker or whatever. And uh, as an athlete. You know what? I'd probably take an e- an e gamer, mm. mm. and I can name one, but I won't. I don't want to discriminate. So, an, an e-gamer. you know, at least one. You know one ninja. I don't yeah, want to take ninja. <laughs> ninja doesn't like to. Ninja refuses to play with women, so I doubt he's gonna bank heist with women. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so I think that would be problematic for me, and I don't want him to have any money. So no ninja. I would take a um. I'll get back to you about it. So that's three. Okay. And then, and then you're gonna also need just like muscle, somebody to to. I'll take Marshawn. Nice. I think Marshawn is uh, gonna be the the lighthearted fun of the group. Also, he's you know strong, and also he knows to keep his mouth shut mm. when it matters. Mm. And then I got one more, and I guess he would need. Like a game, a game manager. You'd need somebody to kind of run point on everything. Am I missing any like important skill set? I mean, it kind of depends on what. This is your heist. It depends on what you're sure. seeing. Yeah. No, so totally. I, think I was just asking. Like, a, I think okay, so job. I would just take. I'd probably take like a um, a good leader of men. I take. Well, Steve Kerr isn't. Can, does it have to be current athlete? No, he didn't specify. He just right, said, make Steve sure Kerr they have was skills. Was an athlete. <laughs> he was an athlete. He uh he didn't pop off on, you know, he like he 
He only really pops off when pushed too hard by mm-hmm. Jordan, as we saw. But he's also now a coach and is very good at uh, making sure a, a team with a lot of egos all work together. So I think I would go Simone Biles, uh, baby Chase Elliott, <laughs> um, e-gamer that I'm going to – I'll think about it. To be clarified um, <laughs> Right. To be named later. An e-gamer to be named later. Um Marshawn and Steve Kerr. Man, strong. we're gonna rob the shit out of that bank. That's, That's a strong good. team. That's a strong team. Uh what do you guys what do you guys think? I'm gonna have to adjust mine so that we don't have a lot of the same. We did have some crossover. Mm-hmm. Um Ooh. I'm, I'm gonna start with somebody who is just good at overall stealth, quiet, but good at stealing things, you know, can be our pickpocket. Uh, I'm going to take Kawhi Leonard for that mm. reason. Mm. Uh, Smart. I am going to take... But Steve, you took Stephen A. Smith's answer, and I respect that. Yeah, that is, that's strong. <laughs> Wasn't it also uh, Molly's? I think it I was think Molly's, Molly's also. also. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, she screams, he won't talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take... I agree that we need some brains, so I went with Ryan Fitzmagic, famous oh, nice. Harvard alum. Which nice. know, no one ever talks about. You want brains. I was thinking, I was also thinking of a getaway driver and I was taking Marshawn for my getaway driver. Ooh. His, mm. just, his ability on that golf cart, man. It's, it's really unmatched. Strong. Of course. Um, of course. I want somebody who's just going to be poised under pressure and come up big, uh, when the heat is on them. And so I'm taking Megan Rapino. She just comes up clutch in big situations. She's also very fast and she's agile. And then finally, I felt like I needed somebody who could be could be our talker, somebody who can like mm. talk us into places or get us out of sticky situations. And if it really, you know, came down to it, could cause like a big decoy. Somebody who could like come in looking like a regular Joe and then make like a huge stink out of nothing. And so for that role, I am taking Seth Rollins from the WWE. Wow. Nice. So All I've right. got Marshawn, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Megan Rapino, Kawhi, and Seth Rollins. That's strong. Okay. That's a good team. So Jay? I also created some categories. And for me it was like I saw myself more as like the tech guy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I would be I'd like to be the ringleader, but I think there are people better qualified for that on this heist team. So first I'm gonna need a ringleader, then you need like a second in command, somebody who's gonna keep spirits high. The kind of the Brad Pitt, he's always eating a sandwich. He's just, like, there to keep everybody going. Then you need a guy who no one notices, who can easily slip by. You need a bruiser, and you need somebody acrobatic who can dodge the lasers, as Katie said. So I'm thinking Ashlyn Harris is the ringleader. You need somebody who sees the whole field, can be in charge, but also has got that, that like, suave, smooth sensibility that they can just, You're like, walk in You're welcome for this heist, talk. bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then our second in command, it's somebody who, you know, every time he walks in the room, people smile. He lights up the, lights up the room. And, uh, I actually well, shouted. Well, got his, you. That's, that's kind, Katie. But just in case that doesn't work, uh, I actually shouted this person's name when he appeared in the last dance to the entire room that I was watching with, Jalen Rose. I saw him on oh, screen and I screamed, Jalen! Because I just am so excited to see the him. Best guy, so he would he really be is second in guy. command. The guy who no one notices is obviously Mike Trout. Mike Trout for sure can get in and out of anywhere. No one will know. No one sees it coming. The Bruiser. I'm between a couple of guys, but I think ultimately I'm going to go with Cameron Jordan. 
We oh, met Kevin Jordan pick. at the Pro Bowl. Man, that guy could bruise yeah. you, but also smile right to your face. And yeah. it's it's a strong skill set combination. And then for acrobatics, I of course also chose some Milne Biles because there is yeah. nobody better. So I'm, well, I'm you looking could at pick somebody different. What if you picked a different athlete? Allie Raceman. Allie Raceman is who exactly who I was going to say. So I've got I got pick. Ashlyn Harris, Jalen Rose, Mike Trout, Cameron Jordan, and Allie Raceman, and I'm feeling pretty good. Not We're bad. Gonna rob that bank. That's pretty strong. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like we did that pretty. We answered the question. We answered it. Yeah, and everyone had skills, uh, so you're welcome. If Kevin. you, if you at home have a yeah, Kevin, we did it. Okay, if you <laughs> have a question, you know that you can always, when you're bored, leave off a voicemail at eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. Hi, hello. Hi. Hi. How are we doing, Jay? Where are you at? Virginia. I'm still in Virginia. I am. Um, I'm leaving soon. I, uh, Where are you going to go? Have we decided? It's, it's kind of still a question mark, but um, I think I, I think I'm going to be home for a little bit, and then um, I think I'm going up to another friend's house um, off the coast of Massachusetts. How shortly many thereafter. friends do you have? Oh I yeah, mean, we talked only, about this. You have a lot. Yeah, a lot. I mean, only a few close friends, but basically, it's like. These two houses are the two houses that we like would go to for a weekend away. And so they both of their families have been really generous with us. So we'll see. But this is my last podcast from here. You my have two friends with beach houses. Internet. Yeah. Man. Two beach house friends. That's a good. I mean, that's the best argument I've ever heard to have friends in your 30s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want you want to make sure when you're choosing your friends that they yeah. have houses on beaches. You've diversified really... your portfolio. I have. Yeah, my bonds are looking mm. strong. They're, they're nice. paying dividends. Ashley, how are you doing? I would say the other the other way to choose friends in your thirties is who has new puppies that you can snuggle. Mm. Yeah, I heard. I heard that there was some puppy hangout time that I uh, didn't get to. I saw Ashley. In. I saw Ashley for the first time in months, which is the longest we've ever gone without yeah. seeing each other. And I know we used to. It was a running, a running joke on this podcast. Was like, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, and now genuinely we didn't see each other for forever, and I couldn't hug her. I know you did touch my arm once though, and I was like, "Oh, that felt really nice." From a, that one, <laughs> she was like distracted doing something else, and I just like reached out and touched her arm, and she was like, "Thank you." Oh. It was like you know illegal, but much appreciated. Yeah, we went. Uh, nice. We had a puppy date. We went to a dog park so that because um, I've said before, Myrtle uh, needs to meet other dogs and hasn't really been able to do that. I mean, we meet random dogs in the street, but I'd like her to like have a dog friend. And so, totally. uh, other than, other than Wesley and Luna, shout out the two dogs we see in the back of our apartment all the time. So, uh, we went to a dog park. Uh, Ashley brought Ray. Turns out dog park was closed. Yeah. So we stood next to it. <laughs> and my poor dog, who's just dying to get off of a leash, was like, <laughs> ah! And, uh, couldn't happen. But Aww. it was so nice. Ray has gotten so big. She's the same size. She's not the same size. I'm telling you. Just in comparison to a puppy. Ashley's like, you're just used to a puppy. I'm like, no, no, no. She's like browner than she was before because her skin's tighter is the theory I came up with. Her skin's tighter. Mm. She looks like a seal now. She's always looked like she's always kind of been seal-like. Still adorable. I was so happy to see her. And I was afraid she wasn't going to remember me. But I had a mask on and she still knew who I was. 
I have a That's fun cute. picture. Uh, we were trying to get like a group shot, and instead Ray just like mauled Katie, and I have it on like the live photo. That's really nice. cute. Yeah, she loved you, but very it was much. really, it was really nice. What are your? Uh, I can I can take out my headphones. What are your thoughts on Myrtle? Oh my god, she's the cutest. She's so well behaved for how young she is, and she's yes. so adorable. And she's just, you know, she's one of those pups that's going to, like, get better looking as she gets older. You know? That's like, what I was, uh, I'm, like, watching her grow, and I'm like, please yeah. stay cute. You can, no, you can oh, see it, and, like, so you can cute. see that in kids sometimes. You're like, oh, you're adorable, but, like, you're going to be beautiful. Like, that's what yeah. she's like. I think she's going to, her hair, I gave her her first bath. <laughs> oh, I think I said last week Dan left for a couple days to go get his stuff. And then he yeah. was. He came back, so fun update. Woo-hoo! He's back. It was, uh, I was like, oh boy, I sure hope. Um, <laughs> and so when he was when he was coming back that day, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna give her a bath, so that when he comes back, she's just this like fluffy, wonderful puppy. Uh, thing I didn't know about dogs that I have obviously since learned is that they initially are pretty much afraid of everything. Like I told you guys, I learned that dogs aren't afraid of stairs at first, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was nuts because dogs always run up and down stairs. But uh, basically your job is to just make the first experience with that thing really happy. So whereas normally I'd be worried about how many treats I'm giving her, it's like, don't worry. Just make this the best bath for her. Um, so I uh, I am an idiot, but I, I opened a jar of peanut butter and put it in the bathroom so that the bathroom smelled like peanut butter instead of smelling like a weird smell she's not used to. Uh, I filled the bath like a little bit, probably like two inches of water. And I was giving her these treats that were peanut butter flavored. So it was like all themed and put her in the tub. So her feet, she was like up to her ankles and she didn't hate it. Cause I was like, Oh my God, good girl. Giving her treats. She was fine. And then I scooped up the water to like put it on her back. And she was like, no. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, treats, treats, treats. At one point she's soaking wet. And she looks at me like she's about to jump out of the tub. Human brain was like, you can't jump out of the tub. You're soaking wet. Then very quickly realized, dog brain don't give a fuck. <laughs> so she jumped out. She jumped out of the tub, soaking wet into my arms to just, she brought most of the water with her. And I was just sitting on the floor. I've never been, I don't want to say this sentence. I've never been that soaking wet before. It was like, she just was on me and trembling and scared. And Aww. I'm so, like, I'm just wearing a, a clothing like I'm just wear- it's like I took them out of the wash and put them on I was soaked <laughs> and so I was just like giving her treats which are sticking to my hands because now I'm just everything's wet and then I put like a little bit of shampoo on her and cleaned her up and then put her back in the bath and she just jumped right back out as I'm doing all that I'm like I finally get her to a point where I'm like okay let's just get you dried off and I go and I look at my phone and it's like six missed calls and Dan's like I'm outside what's up can you let me in and I was like fuck <laughs> And he came in and she, so when I dried her off, her hair was like, because she's got long hair, it was just sticky. She just looked like this big puff ball. And Dan walked in and was like, what happened to our dog? (laughs) I was like, oh, I just gave her a bath. It's going to go back to normal. But for a second, we both were like, is that going to be what she looks like now? Like, is she not going to go back to regular? Basically, the point of that story is I think I've realized she's going to be a long-haired dog. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen pictures of Mariah's dog, which mm-hmm. is Myrtle's alleged brother, because we all are like, I don't even know if they're related. Uh He's short-haired, very big, very short hair. Her hair is so long, and I think she's going to get that, like, on the sides <laughs> of her face, like, long hair. Mane. 
Which like is a adorable. Mane. So yeah. cute. But a pain in the butt because she uh what's up, Jay? You're frozen. Okay. Um yeah, good point, Jay. Good point. Right, I agree. I totally agree. But the thing Thank that you. sucks is she's terrified of any <laughs> any any grooming tool that we have. So I have mm. to like get her used to that too. Which I'm like, you love when I give you scratchies, but she hates when I put a mitt on my hand and rub it down her back. So mm. we're working on that too. I know you guys love the Myrtle updates, so we I'm do. just giving them to you because after spending a minute on Reddit, I'm like, okay, you don't like my dog. I get it. Everyone likes your dog. Except mm. that one guy's girlfriend. She's the best. She can piss off. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Yeah, She's on. Un- She's a hater, but we love her and we mean it. Um, <laughs> what else? Mental health update. Is everybody doing okay? Jay. I love it. It's a it's a pregnant pause. Mm. Um, I'm okay. It's been a, kind of a rough week or so. Just like, I think it's just the kind of week where it's like. Everything's going fine during the day, and then as soon as, like, you get all of the things that are, you need to get done out of the way, it's like, that sort of, like, staring into the distance, sort of like, what, what is, what now? And I just sort of have been, like, kind of bummed at night, because it's like, it's the sort of thing where it's like, even the TV that I'm excited to watch is not, has not been exciting to me, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, the stuff that I'm like, oh, this will be cool, because I'll have that to look forward to, and then kind of get there, and it's just kind of like, oh. This is happening now, so it's been that sort of week. But I'm hoping that a little change of scenery and a little bit of like nicer weather, sort of coming in, will help pick it up. Maybe. Yeah, that's yeah, possible. Yeah. How about you, Ash. I had a, a breakdown. Uh, I'd like reached my breaking point, and then I broke. But now I feel better. You know, that's good. Like, a, yeah, I know that. I was just like screaming and like. So frustrated and so tired and just like bummed. And it's like, I just really need something to go well. But like Tuesdays really give me something to look forward to. Like I, yeah. I love Tuesdays. They're my favorite day of the week. Cause I get to hang with you guys and this feels normal. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's really nice. But yeah, it got, uh, it got bad and now we're back on the swing. I hope fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Yeah. That's the thing about rock bottom. Nowhere to go but up. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. It was, uh, God bless Steve. Like, I was just going. And his his face was just like. Yeah. Because like I don't. Like, I got to take oh, it. I thought, yeah. I, just I, thought take I froze. It. I thought I froze. No, nope, that was my face. <laughs> I don't lose it very often. And when I do, it's just, it is a sight to behold. It was like, are you, are you okay? You're like, let me get it out. <laughs> I was like, this is really helping me. He was like, Okay. Oh, man. How about you, K-Ben? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I said it before, but Sunday was, it. like, I got home and was like, I'm okay. I saw my person. <laughs> I saw a pup. She met my pup, which was super important. I think it was bumming me out. And I, I, you know, on the list of things bumming me out, it wasn't the top of it. So I wasn't allowed to acknowledge it consciously. But then once you met Myrtle, I just felt like this relief of like, okay, my dog is real because somebody else I know has met her now. <laughs> Especially like you, um, because I don't know, your dog made me realize I could be a dog mom. So it was like a, it mattered a lot to me. So Sunday was super helpful. That's good. Don't sob. Um, Sunday was super helpful. And, uh, yeah, this week was a little tough because, um, you know, 
everything aside, like quarantine and everything aside, uh, we've been trying, Dan and I have been trying to like manage our relationship and how much of it we reveal to the world, which is hard when we both talk for a living. Mm-hmm. And like it, there was somebody thought it would be a good idea to write an article about something that doesn't matter. And like, I don't know. It was just one of those weird things that was like a thing you then had to be like, okay, well, this is the way it is now. Um, mm. Did people like reach out to you people. about it? Uh, I like got a thoughts my, on it. My, well, my, oh, well, to answer the question I thought you were asking, like they reached out to my manager and they were like, do you have a comment? And we oh, both God. were like, what would we, like, what would we say? Like Dan says, yeah, it's nice, but she can get on my nerves sometimes. And Katie <laughs> says, like, he left to get his things and I don't know if he's going to come back. Like there's not really a comment you can, like imagine actually someone being like, do you have a comment on your marriage? You'd be like, many, where shall I start? I don't, what do so I? so funny. So then, of course, the article runs with, like, neither rep or both reps turned down, declined comment. And it's like, yeah, because what? We don't want Fuck. it to be a new. And then you get a bunch of people that are like, why is this news? Why did they put out a press release? And you're like, we did. We didn't. We didn't. Um, so I don't know. It's just been, like, knowing that he it really, really matters to him to keep it private is was, like, I needed to – I wanted to make sure I was, like, supportive and also figuring out how to – handle it was just a weird thing but like mm. in terms of weeks in quarantine this was probably one of my happier ones um on a professional level i'm starting to get to the point where i'm like there's nothing to talk about and like watching us all scrape the bottom of the barrel is just as a person who's always been like i don't want to make something just like everybody else is like i have to like silence that part of my brain now which sucks because it's a part of my brain that it won't help me professionally in the long run to silence. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. When you're yeah. like, I have to turn this part of me off. Sometimes that's because you want to become a better person. But right now it would just be temporary and then I'd be worried I can't turn that part of me back on, which was the thing that happened when I was in my in-between of ESPN and Fox where I like had to turn certain parts of my brain off that when I got back to ESPN was like, oh, these are hard to turn back on. And so now I'm afraid I'm just losing parts of me by adapting to quarantine that I'm then going to need when we get back to real life and I'm not going to have it anymore. So mm. I'm trying to balance between making the best stuff while we're here versus like making sure I don't um, make the stuff I will make later worse. I know it doesn't probably make any sense, but it actually is helpful for me no, to say it out no, loud. It does make sense. And I think I've thought about that too, um, just because I have so much less like time, attention and energy to give to stuff that normally I would be so picky on. So I've been, I've been trying to, you know, shut that part of me off and like not have it make me lose sleep in the way that uh, work so often does. And what I've been kind of telling myself is that like, when we do go back and get back into a regular grind, it's not going to be a switch that flips. It's going to be a transition and it's going to be a transition that everybody is going through. Like it's going to, we're going to like go back in and it's going to be like preseason. You know what I mean? Like we're going to like have to train to get back to like where we were, but so is everybody else. Like we're not going to come in cold and everyone else has been doing whatever for years. Like it's going to be a, an eventual, like a process and that's kind of helping me deal with it. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, I know, I know me well enough to know I'm a slow learner. So I think my, my, and also, you know, I just have anxiety and depression and all that stuff that will rear their ugly head whenever they feel like it, usually at the least convenient time. So I just know it's going to be a a longer process for me than everyone else. And I have to keep reminding myself that like, 
it's not a, a, a statement on my value. It's like, I just have to, you know, mm-hmm. accept that yeah. it's going to be that way and like do my best and just know that I will be a little bit behind and not where I want to be. But instead of criticizing myself and shutting down, I have to just work through it. It's just like, oh, you know, when you're exhausted and you're like, well, got to prep for a climb. It's like, um, it's like, uh, Naked and Afraid. You ever watch Naked and Afraid? It's on TV all yeah. the time now. So I've been watching yeah. a lot of it, but they go through this like 28 day, you can't wear clothes or have food and you have to fend for yourself. And then at the end of it, they're like, and now you have to hike to where you're going to get picked up. And it's like, what? After all of this, like, slog of, like, this was the hard part, now I also have to hike? I don't have any energy left. And so I'm just, like, you know, trying to conserve a little bit of my energy in quarantine and give myself moments of, like, stillness so that I can prepare for the fact that we still have a – I have an uphill hike to get to the the chopper to get out of here. (laughs) Get to the – also, I'm realizing I put on – I put on self-tanner today and I forgot to wash my hands, so... Ooh, ooh! Ooh, self-tanner's a great idea. I got these drops and yeah. you put them in your lotion that you already wear and it's you know, just tan. like a light tan. Thank yeah. you. Jimmy, I, uh, I Don't say it with that tone. Was, yeah, it's rude. Tone. Um, it's like, uh, so it was genuinely... I genuinely only did it because Jay looks tan every time we, we do this and cool, it pisses me that. off. Thank you. So now it's yeah, you well, I can, great. I can... Then... I'll, I'll send you some drops. <laughs> I'll just put them They're like in my 20 eyes. bucks or something. 30 bucks. Ew, don't do that. Just then you look like eyes? Michael Jordan. No, that's not a good idea. I thought about dyeing my hair. Oh, yeah? Okay, do it. Yeah. I just don't what know. Color? Who cares? I don't know. Purple? Great. I don't know. Just like as a, as a take back control kind of thing. Do something for you. Let's, Let's do it. Yeah, dude. Okay. You'd have to bleach it first, which oh, your hair might fall sure. out, but. I was just thinking like a CVS thing. Just yeah, but if you frost, put purple frost, on brown, just the front, just the first couple yeah. tips. Oh there. my just god, the, Ashley, let's frost your tips. Just my wispies, like those just little the pieces. Yes. Just frost yes. the wispies. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just do it for just do it for shits and gigs. Come on. I mean, let's I could raise money for charity. Jay, how are you looking for that? By the way. Yeah. You. Oh, good question. You, you could raise money for charity. I am. I have to say, so overwhelmed with how generous uh, you guys are, listeners of sports. I was going to say, Nolan. guaranteed Katie and I have not um, donated yet. <laughs> because uh, I think there's like 50 some odd people who have RSVP'd and we have raised more than $2,000 for different Wow. Programs. That's more so, than $10 each. Yeah, by a lot. Um, so Good job, listeners. You guys are awesome. And I, I was not expecting that at all. Um, so that's really cool. and made me What do we call our speak. listeners? Question marky marks. That's we, somebody marks. asked a voicemail about this one time, like yeah. years ago. Hmm. Can we call them the funky bunch? It was the funky bunch. I don't. I don't think. I don't that. know. Question marky marks, and then that led me to funky bunch. Just you know, trust the process. Then we talk. We did. We answered this. We said no, no lunatics or something. We like that was in the, on the board. Yeah, we we talked about it at one point. Someone remembers. Katie's. <laughs> no. Well, you know, whatever. We call them athletes because they're fans of sports. Yes. <laughs> Strong. Uh, all right. So today, on the, is that everything? Is there anything else we have to cover? Oh, shit. I uh, didn't finish reading Goosebumps. I started yesterday, but then we came up oh, with that no. Jordan idea, and I worked on that all night, and I didn't finish. So 
I'm on like chapter three. Boy, is it boring. Um, <laughs> I think the question is answered that no, the level of, uh, of writing isn't good. Mm-hmm. The dog's name in this book is Barky. They say that she's barking a lot and then they named her Barky. Not, it doesn't I mean, tie the connection. It's just like the dog kept barking. Barky is always barking. I'm like you think her name's Barky. At least make it Barkley. Like give it a good mm-hmm. name. Barky? Yeah. Lazy. That's not great. It just felt I lazy mean, the, to me. The thing that I think that we didn't re- realize then is that that guy was like cranking out like 15 novels a year. Yeah. Like, who's he must the, have sat uh, who's down the female version of that? There's a, there's like an author uh, who writes Nora like Roberts? six novels a, yes. Is it? <laughs> She's a romance writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nora Roberts that, this, writes like 10 books What's a year. funny about that? This is like the, this is the romance novels for kids. It's like, you just have to make these, it's all about profit, churning out as many as possible. Yes. She writes hundreds of novels a year or something. But, but to Nora Roberts' credit, her details and names are much stronger than Barky the Dog. Jay, I, I will let Ashley be the Nora judge Roberts of that. book you've read. I haven't, I, I had to read when we read that in 10th grade, we had an English assignment and it was like, you had to read a romance novel to like understand the genre. And I, we read a Nora Roberts book. I Why did you one. need to understand the genre? I had a teacher. She was Fabio. That's it. That's understanding the genre. Guys, I, I thought it was good. The, don't disrespect romance in that way. Okay. It's not all just Fabio. We'll make you do a book report on it and we can have that conversation. Great. 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 Hold on. I now need answers to this. Uh, it takes her 45 days to write a book. Nora Roberts? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It's, I it's, mean, it's pretty formulaic. Yeah, but still. Wow. How dare you? Invent, In terms the of characters, like once the you dialogue, know the-, the scenes. I mean, <laughs> sure, she's done it the scenes. a number of times. Yeah, but. she's, uh, she's crazy. She's a national treasure anyway. woman. Totally. Point Can P. you announce what uh, we're doing R.L. Stein was just, that's it, just typing away. Not really putting a lot of thought into it. First thing that came into his head, he wrote it. Also, it's the protagonists of this novel, if we're going to call it that, uh, are two young twin girls. And just whenever a man writes from the perspective of what two twin girls talk about, you're like, what are you, what's this? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Please stop doing this. Uh, but I will, I will, as promised, continue to read it and present you eventually with a book report. I like that. I Great. promise. I'm not getting out of my responsibility. I just, um, prioritize other things and here we are um speaking of responsibility i saw a couple people call us out on like saying we were going to do challenge updates and then not doing challenge updates oh, can we decide uh, here's a- how that works <laughs> listeners uh we forget yeah every time we finish the podcast i go ash about at least three <laughs> things that i had mm. specifically right before the podcast said that i was going to do on the podcast uh and do we have a doc? We do. Is it full? It is. Uh, and yet things still slip away. So do we want to do a challenge update, Ashley? Uh, yeah. I mean, you were giving them. Are you caught up? Yeah, it just feels weird because it's uh, we record these on Tuesday and they air on Thursday. So it's like by the time they hear them, no, they're they about to see the next challenge. Challenge on Wednesday. So it's oh. like, yeah, it's really old. Yeah, the we're time. reviewing the one that's right before the next one. Yeah. But uh Hello. I'm Katie Nolan, and this is your challenge update. Doodly doo, da da, doodly da da, pa. Hello, hi, hi, hi. What's up? Hi, hi. So uh, <laughs> this week on the challenge, let's see what was this week. 
This week was uh, what's her face? Nani got hammered drunk, and we found out later that she just felt really bad about it. But you knew it in the moment when she was getting hammered drunk and hitting on that girl whose name I always forget. Because yep, she doesn't talk much. No, uh, which is probably (laughs) a smart strategy. Uh, she was hitting on Casey. Casey has a girlfriend. Anissa saw it from afar, went over to Casey when Nani went to the bathroom alone, reluctantly, because she millions of times asked Casey to please go to the bathroom with her. <laughs> Casey was like, I am okay. So Nani goes to the bathroom alone, and Anissa was like, hey, just checking on you, making sure you're okay. Let me just say, seeing Anissa mature and grow into the, like, chilled out voice of reason in the cast has been very pleasant. She's like the female CT. I'm mm. just seeing her be like, you used mm. to be wild. And yeah. now you're like, hey, cool it. Um, also, big fuck you to Nelson, as always. That Oof. should just be a, a segment within a segment. I hate Nelson. I always have. Um, Dan hasn't watched Challenge in forever. And we started watching the season. And I gave him kind of the rundown of everybody. So for the first few episodes, he was like, we hate Nelson. I don't know why yet, but we hate Nelson. <laughs> and this week he was like, oh, I get it. And yeah. I was like, yeah. The guy sucks. He doesn't have the self-awareness. He apologizes to Anissa because last week he, like, screamed at her and accused her of throwing the challenge when really I think she just dropped a piece or something and she just messed up and she felt bad about it. He made her cry, uh, wouldn't shut up, would not shut up, even when everybody was like, just chill, dude. We understand your point, I guess, but stop saying it over and over. So he apologizes to Anissa when they're voting people into the um, purgatory and then immediately attacks uh, Kayla, who I'm not really a huge fan of, and calls her a slut. And it yeah. was like, you, the cognitive dissonance to be like, I'm so sorry I treated you that way, Anissa. Kayla, you had sex in a porta potty. <laughs> was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, he's so bad. He's always been garbage. Remember a couple of years ago when we were talking about the challenge and I talked about the fact that he had that red shirt on that had the white splatter on it? I'm like, Nelson, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, yeah, he, we, not a big fan of Nelson. Um, what else happened? In the, in the, what's up? I was just gonna say the Jenna, Zach stuff. Oh my god, the Jenna, Zach stuff. So, Zach is, uh, is gaslighting, a word that's getting overused, so I'll jump in there and overuse it. He basically has told his f- girlfriend, girlfriend, fiance, Jenna, that, uh, he caught her cheating on him, but he won't disclose what he's talking about. He said he looked at her, all of her Instagram DMs. They have one of those relationships that's like on, off, on, off, as you should always assume that's what most people on the challenge have. I don't want to talk in full blanket statements, but I looked into Kayla's relationship with Mikey and boy, does it add a a fun layer if you look him up on Instagram. Um, (laughs) But she's now happy in a relationship with some other British guy that isn't bare, in case anybody was wondering. Oh, I thought she was still with Mikey. Mm-mm, no, oh, she's quarantined with some with some DJ. Cool, you know, or is he a rapper? Either Magic Mikey's the a rapper, or a different way. Mikey... Prob- it was probably on Raya. <laughs> I think Mikey is the rapper, and the new guy is a DJ. Okay, <clears throat> Mikey also has Corolla Deville hair. He has half blonde, half black. Oh, it's tight. I'll just leave that there. Um, But anyway, so uh, Jenna and Zach are like on and off. Zach is just like, you have to come home. If you come home right now, I can't say what's going to happen. But if you don't come home right now, you don't. We're not together, which is just like a she could still go home, miss out on a chance to win a million dollars and still get broken up with. 
in my head, I'm like, Jenna, if you know you didn't cheat, don't go home. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, she's just going to go home. I still think, so she went into the, into purgatory against, what's her face? Tori. Tori. Purgatory. That's what I said. I was like, it's purgatory. Um, (laughs) And then Tori's fiance, God, I'm bad with names. Jordan. Jordan was just screaming at her the whole time, not being helpful, screaming at her. Man, I wanted to punch him too. But I also, I know, I feel like you also understand his side of it where someone's doing something wrong and you're like, but he wasn't being helpful, which doesn't give me a lot of hope for their relationship, but it may have just been a bad showing by the both of them. Um, So anyway, (laughs) Jenna ends up eliminating Tori, which nobody thought was going to happen. Jenna stays. My theory, next episode, Jenna's going to leave and go home. Hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, I could see her just being like, it's so hard. It's so hard here without Zach. Well, I don't know. I think maybe like when she was hugging Tori goodbye, she was like, reach out to Zach. Tell him what's going on. Because he was like, don't call she gave, me. I she don't want to talk to you. She downloaded a lot of information to her, which was like, Tori was like, okay, bye. And, uh, and Jenna was like, hey, if you talk to Zach, can you find out if it was Steve, John, or Christian? Because depending on which of those three it was, and I've got a different story. And then if you could, are you writing, maybe you should write this down. Let him know that I said, she's just like giving her this big laundry list of stuff to say. But, uh, yeah, Zach sucks. Yeah. Uh, he's hot and sucks. Mm. And that's, that's that. Um, am I missing any other drama? Nani wasting a whole cup noodles was really the the rudest. <laughs> and then the next morning having to clean up the noodles. I'm glad she what cleaned them up, though. I'm glad I, she cleaned them I, up. Yes, but also somebody else should have just picked it up. Don't leave the noodles there overnight. It's gross. We all live here. We live in a society. That's fair. You know? That's it's fair. a bunker. There's no ventilation. Get those noodles <laughs> off that ground. You're going to get rats or something. Anyway, so the I'm Katie Nolan, and that was your challenge update, doodly-doo. 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 Oh, yeah, that's Okay. Uh, Today on the podcast, folks, it's an all-voicemail pod extravaganza. If you, um, I thought you were going to cheer or something. I, General, didn't you hear it? No. No. That was me. Yeah. I did it. That's exciting. Um, uh, if you check our subreddit. Which again is reddit.com slash r slash sports question mark. Those words. Uh, I posted in there, violated my own <laughs> rules and let you guys know we're doing a, a voicemail, uh, pod in case you wanted to call. The number is 860 I'm getting better at it. Ashley quizzes me a lot. <laughs> Um, but we'll probably she do does. another one of these. We we'll probably do another one of these before quarantine ends because, uh, there's no sports. And these are fun because you guys are like, here's a question I've always wanted to know your answer to. And then we get to just answer it. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to run through a bunch of voicemails. But first, today's podcast is brought to you by State Farm. Uh, you know, the insurance company. Scotty and Mike. Kobe and Shaq. LeBron and Wade. Those are just a few NBA duo- duos that are undeniably the real deal. I would say, if we're going for real deal duos, Katie and Ashley. Ooh, mm. that's a good one. Ben and Jerry. Yeah. Ben My and Jerry. Favorite. Strong. Batman and Robin. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Can't break that's them a good up. good one. Batman and Superman, you know? Martha. Mm. Um, 
draft a State Farm agent to your team and get help combining the ultimate duo. We were all wrong. The answer was home and auto insurance. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We'll get them next okay. time. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay. Uh, Jay, with all of yeah. the technical difficulties of your crappy Wi-Fi, would you like to play our first voicemail? I would. Hey guys, it is Mariah. I am yes. not at the gym. Did not go to the gym this time, but uh, talking quietly because Riley is finally asleep. Uh, I just saw a message for leaving voicemails because I perused the subreddit. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> but uh, I have been thinking about how important it is uh, to practice active gratitude in times like these. So I was wondering what is one thing that you guys are thankful for right now for me it's you guys and the stability and structure you're giving by continuing to do the podcast a healthy puppy and uh good weather anyway love you guys mean it and uh thanks for being that small glimmer of hope for a lot of us love you guys have a good one mariah that's very that sweet. Was so sweet Everyone is being silently sad, but I'll vocalize what we're thinking, which is very sweet. Uh, we love you. I actually got to, uh, I face, I FaceTimed with Mariah or I, um, Zoom chatted with her and her oh, puppy. Yeah? yeah. So that Myrtle and Riley could see each other. So that was fun and That's nice. That's really cute. And I liked it. Um, okay. So the question is something that you're actively, what are you grateful for right now? Uh, obviously Myrtle, but I'm not going to talk about her more. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> And then, weirdly, Lifetime movies. Ooh. Because they are so hilarious. Um, <laughs> and there's so many of them. And, you know, one thing that I think is like a... You know, couples have things they like to do together. And one thing that Dan and I like to do together is just, like, riff on stuff. And so we have this huge library of films, quote-unquote, that we can just... <laughs> well, we've been averaging, like, a Lifetime movie a night. Where we just watch one and make jokes about it. And it's very funny. Like, we just keep pausing it so that we can make jokes. And it's like, a, it sounds really stupid when I'm saying it out loud. But it's like an activity we can do together that's like, a, it's, you know, keeping us on our toes for our jobs. But also just like, you know, making each other laugh is the best thing. So weirdly grateful for um, Lifetime movies. That's awesome. Mm. That's great. I realized... I realized last night that I've been bookending my days uh, with a drink that makes me happy. Like when I wake up making coffee, like first thing in the morning, and then before I go to bed, like I'll have like a glass of wine or a whiskey or a cider, or, you know, whatever. And it just kind of like gives me a weird sense of routine. Like, okay, like getting the coffee's like getting me ready to face the day and then the booze is like you did it ah now time for sleep and it's just Mm kind of like it's weirdly gives me like solace in the craziness of everything that happens in the middle Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah my 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 bookend beverages i'm very great love a beverage yeah jay um i am grateful for uh people's pets instagram accounts I have been getting a lot of joy just like watching people post so much more dog and cat content than normal because of this quarantine. 
And it's been really nice to see, like, and I, I was reminded of this because Mariah left the voicemail and, like, one of the accounts that I started following is Riley's new account. And it's so fun to get to, like, check in on your friends and see their dogs. And it's just Can like, I ask a question? Yeah. I don't have an issue with dog uh, Instagram accounts. I follow many of them. And I'm not even really taking a hard stance. It's just a question. I don't understand... And maybe it's because I don't like taking pictures of myself, but I don't understand why you'd get something that's so worth taking pictures of and then make its own Instagram account instead of being like, it's my dog. It's one of the things that makes me interesting. I'm going to post it on my Instagram account. Mm. It's just a fascinating Mm. thing to me when people are like, I have 27 followers because I'm a person and I'm going to start an Instagram account for my dog. Why not just post your dog on your account? I can see both arguments. I mean, for some, and I, for me, I'm thinking mostly of like the people who I, I don't follow too many dogs and cats that aren't like friends of mine's dogs and cats. But yeah, um, but if you just saw I a imagine, picture of the dog in your friend's feed, yeah, then I think for it's sure. for the people who are just looking for that pet content. Yeah, like I don't need, I don't care about the dogs. human. I don't care about what you're eating or what your face looks like. I just want the cute animal. Yeah, yeah. I Which guess it's true. probably because since I've gotten a dog, the only thing I've posted are pictures of my dog. So I'm like, right. But if yeah. like right. you know, in theory, if there was a Myrtle Instagram account, like it would probably have you know five to ten million followers by. Yeah, I don't think Thursday. to post on my own on my own Instagram account enough. I could never keep up two Instagram accounts. I'd rather die. I, it's too huh. much. People sometimes whenever I post her, people are like either only Myrtle content or they're like enough of the dog, and I'm like I don't. I'm not taking notes at this time. I'm posting <laughs> the things I'm looking at that are cool, and right now that's a dog. And if you don't like that, unf- I genuinely don't mind if you unfollow me. Truly don't. Um, but we are grateful for dog Instagram accounts. We are because <laughs> they're cute. They're I so love cute. dogs. Yeah, I, my al- my Instagram algorithm now, you know, the like just when you go to search, and there's like all those discover. It's like these are things you might be interested in. It's all dogs yeah. at this point. That's it does great. not recommend anything. Else. It's just all dogs, and then maybe like one choreography dance video. <laughs> That's it. And like dance is like boobs, and I'm like, why? That's funny. And he goes, no, I think it's random. And I showed him mine. I'm like, it's not random. <laughs> so why is yours all boobs? Anyway, uh, nice. all right, let's do the next voice. Uh, uh, Hi, Katie, Ashley, Jay, this is Liam. Been a long-time fan and follower. My question is, if you had to set a curse against any sports franchise from any league or association so that they would have a decades-long title drought, which team would it be? As an Ontario guy, I think I'd be obligated to pick the Bruins. Sorry, Katie. Okay, love you. Mean it. Bye. What? He didn't even say why. Just because he's an Ontario guy? How can you say love you mean it right after you just said that you would curse my team forever? <laughs> um, this one for me is the Cowboys, and it's not close. God, I get so ooh. much pleasure from watching the Cowboys do a bad job and miss the playoffs or lose in the playoffs. Every time, I just it brings me so much joy. So mm. much joy. Because Jerry Jones is so loud and they spend so much money and they get all these guys with sketchy histories and they try so hard and every time they blow it, it's not a bad answer. God, I love it so much. Mine's easily the Los Angeles Rams. I hope that they never win a game for the rest of Of their existence. Um, Of course. That would be great, in fact. So, yep, keep doing what you're doing and being bad. Thanks. Bye.
The petty in me wants to say Tampa Bay, but I know that's just me being, it's just a recency <laughs> bias. And I actually don't want Tom Brady to fail. I like, if there was a way Tom Brady could succeed and that organization could just feel pain forever, but it's not their fault. It's our fault. So it, that's not even a good answer. And my second answer is just one that is baked into my brain as a Bruins fan. I would just say the Habs. Like I just get the Canadians out of here forever. I hope they never feel joy. But the thing is, is, I don't think I need to waste that on them because mm. they're, mm. you know. So, um, what about Man City? Wow. No, I hate them, but uh, Shots it's fired. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I use up. my curse. I'm trying to make sure I use my curse properly because the weird thing with Liverpool is even if it I should be united, if I cursed, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, true. But if I cursed Man City, I and then we won. I'd feel like, well, we couldn't have won without cursing men. Like, I, I'd want, I just want to kick their ass all the time, but I don't want them to be cursed. I just want to beat them straight up because I hate them. You will. Um, so I would say I'd pick a team that, like, I don't really. Yeah, you got to go with a team that you dislike the fans of or like their philosophy, but you don't want not a team that you can never beat because then you'd feel guilty when you beat them and you'd know it's just because you're cursed. That's my thought on it yeah. at least that's why cowboys great pick uh and yankees. i think i would just go yankees yeah 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 and it's you know weirdly starting when once i started working in sports the hatred i felt for teams faded um because it was just like my job now to to know all of them whereas before a red sox fan i was like i don't gotta know anything about them I until also- it's time to kick their ass like i hate them I also feel like we're so far removed from like being at a rivalry game. Like I feel like I haven't been near a sport in so long, but if I was was like as a Cardinals fan near a Cubs fan during a baseball game, I would be like immediately reminded of being like, Oh my God, I forgot how much I hate that person. But right now I'm just like, I just want to watch anyone swing a bat. Please. Thank you. Also, uh, yeah, I would, um, I might pick the Patriots. What? Yeah. Now that I think about it. Sorry. It says, I'm just, I'm examining the details. Decades long is a little bit long, but as a Boston sports fan, uh, I can speak to the fact that there is nothing better than when you come out the other side of that drought and get to thrive and succeed. Mm. Like no win feels as incredible as after a decades long title drought. And so, right. um, I would say if the Patriots were to were to drop into a, a drought right now, Patriots fans would go back to not being insufferable. We would be humbled and learn. And then uh, in a couple of years, like when I have decades long would mean if I'm having kids, I'd have them by then. And then my kids could experience the end of the drought and the beginning of a, of like a mm, heyday. That's actually really interesting. Like at first I was like, oh, she's crazy. Uh, but I do. The only reason, the only reason I still might be crazy is because like getting a Belichick and a Brady isn't guaranteed based on a drought. Um, Mm -hmm. it was kind of the greatness of those two. And we only probably have a few years left of Belichick. So I wouldn't want it to be right now while we still have him. That's the, that's why it's a bad answer. So I'll probably still go with the Yankees, but like I wouldn't, uh, I think a decades long title drought sucks, but you learn if you really love your sport and your team. Yeah, for sure. yeah. I think the kids' angle is interesting because, like, having your kids grow up not being insufferable and like mm. appreciate a championship is yeah. is completely different. 
Nobody hates anyone more than the little kid at the parade that's like, I've seen the Patriots win this many championships and the Bruins win this many. And you're just like, okay, kid, you're spoiled. It's going to be over for you soon. And then when that kid starts to see his team lose, he's probably going to jump ship and go pick a different team. Mm -hmm. You don't want your kid to be like that kid. No, no. no. Like if the Eagles had won when I was, you know, 13 – it would not have meant as much to me as it did when they right. won when I was in my 30s or 20s, you know, 20s, if we're pretending we're sure. younger. Uh, right. Why would we? So that's a that's a really interesting take. All yeah. Right. Thanks. Let's do our next voicemail, Jay. Okay. Hi, Sadie, Ashley, Jay, and Myrtle. This is Priya mm-hmm. from Brooklyn. I saw a debate on Twitter and was hoping you guys could weigh in on it. In the game, FMK, when you marry someone, can you have sex with that person, or does it have to be a celibate marriage? I think it's clearly the former, but some of my friends disagree. What do you guys think? Love you. Mean it. Yo, shout out Bria. I'm guessing, but I'm assuming that's the Bria that we've met. Uh, she's a, a, a women's national team fan, and she's been to the show before. I think um, so. Question being, in Fuck, Mary Kill, can you fuck your wife-husband? <laughs> um, I say, I say yes. Yes. This question seems simple to me, but also if you zoom out, it kind of isn't that just a question of life? Can you have <sighs> sex when you're married? I mean, you can. Well, you're allowed to. Yeah, but <laughs> I think the I think the implication is that it's less exciting sex. The implication is that you're both sitting on the couch, and one of you has to say, "Should we go?" have sex which is not the same as when you go on a date and then you get back and you're like oh my god we're having sex you know that's how it's done is that um there's a little sex dance (laughs) but it's marriage sex you can have sex with them but it's married sex what's the alternative what is the other version of this game called date marry um dump there's a billion i have no idea yeah i mean when you put when you because i was gonna say the opposite i was gonna say you're not allowed to have sex with the marriage person because in this game which is obviously it's diminishing things to three very specific acts the idea is that like you could do this act this act or this act and so if you could do both in one of them it doesn't work you know but that's your that is absolutely a fundamental misunderstanding of sex um because well sure (laughs) it means that you 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 i think the implication and what you're discerning between the difference of f and m the difference is that like i want to f this person but i don't want to m them and m is like i i want to marry that person i would have sex with them you know it's not like the priority is different also that's why uh, yeah it's just a different type of sex it's like would you want to have sex with this person knowing that they might probably be thinking about somebody else while you do it that's the m whoa Mm. whoa wow dark hard hard disagree i think when you when you part of the beauty of FMK is like the strategy of it. Cause if you're like, Oh, here's this one person that's the cream of the crop. That's like super attractive. And everybody wants to F that person. If you pick that person for M you're getting that, you know, more than once, which is part again, what you have. Yeah. To but you're also is, having to deal with the fact that everybody wants to fuck your husband. Well, yeah, but like even <laughs> any relationship, when you start doing the effing, like, you do it for however long and then it like starts to lose the sheen Luster. of like the brand new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's That's like, the point. you're not, but not, at, not right away. 
It's not like the no, first no, time you do but it's it. It's not, it's not saying about, marry, you know. kill, and marry means that you're getting married and you're on day one of your marriage. It's like you're looking yeah, at the long term of it. No, no it doesn't. Right now, what are you going to do? I'm going to so well, you that's see, why I was saying sex it's with, shoot somebody and then it, get married. That's what I was but saying. You're seeing, so wait, sorry, sorry. So you see it as have sex with someone, be in a relationship with someone, and like eliminate someone from Earth. Yes. Yes. I see it as like sleep with someone, sleep with someone forever, and date them, and make a family with them, and eliminate someone from Earth. Yeah, but you're starting. You're starting that number two. You're starting that process on the first day. It's like okay, sure, we're but get you have married. to consider the entire process. Yeah, of course. Like I'm right. starting so you have to consider like, when the sex gets boring. Eventually, eventually. But I'm that's what I'm saying. I think this short answer to this question is like, yes, you can have sex, but it's it's marriage sex. Yeah, but like marriage sex is what you make it. Every marriage is different, and if you obviously put in the red work, book, we understand you yeah. can keep <laughs> the spice alive. Sure can. <laughs> in order for the game to work, it's not like fuck and marry like it's you're not having this like wild crazy sex all the time no, it's like I'm obviously attracted. some marriages can i'm attracted to this person i want to spend pretty much every day of the rest of my life with this person and i never want to see that person again but the question is about the role of sex in that second one i want to spend right. every day of my life with this person and, and i could see myself them. sleeping with them yeah. yes yeah. i think it's like i wouldn't not have sex with them right hmm. yeah i think not i think eliminating sex from marriage is like Makes the game not work. Then it should be like, uh, befriend, fuck, kill. Mm. Yeah, but befriend well, that's why isn't as like permanent and as. Ash, you're on my team on this. No, you're no, on my I know. team. I know. I'm, right. I'm just. I'm let, I want Jay to defend his take. Well, that's why I was saying that when when you call it date, marry, dump, it works for me because all three of those things are like active processes. It doesn't work like, for me date- because dump implies you dated them. Sure. It's a nice way of saying What if kill, it's dump but... off a cliff? Yeah, great. Date, marry, I'm dump off that. a cliff. So date, marry, dump off a cliff. Those that's, are just, all... that's just the evolution of all my relationships. <laughs> marry, and then I dump them off of a cliff. It's a good Lifetime movie. Date, marry, dump off a cliff. I think I was just thinking of, yeah, you should do some commentary on that. Uh, I was just thinking of like each one of them as a specific act in that moment. So like, yes, it makes sense that were you to marry someone, you would have sex with them. But like in the action of the game, I was a I was picturing fucking, marrying, killing as independent actions, and you had to choose one of those three actions that take place well, one time. Well, you know, in the eyes of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you shouldn't be unless you're marrying. Marrying that, is the only way you can sure. fuck. And so I mean, this speak game for has many issues. Those things. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I buy it. Like, of course, I buy the idea that you can, but I was just thinking through, like... I buy the idea that you can have sex with your wife, Jay Wolf. <laughs> I feel like I'm, we're learning a lot about everybody, like each other's perceptions of effing and emming. You know, I, I mean? we're learning who's honest and who's not. <laughs> You're married. You're not going to be like, yeah. Once you get married, the sex drops off. But everybody knows that, like, the really exciting thing does eventually fade. I'm not saying it has to completely drop off of a cliff, but it's not going to be like, whoa, every day. You don't do You're the sex doing it dance. every day. <laughs> do it every. Single. All right. Uh, next question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Amanda from Ohio. Um, one of the things I've been doing during the quarantine is watching concerts on different streaming services. And one of the things I noticed was that I was getting emotional during the 
audience screenshots. Like, I would see, like, friends and fathers and daughters and mothers and daughters and group of friends just enjoying their time. And I was getting a little emotional, and I would never consider myself as an emotional person. So uh, my question is for you guys is, what what have you guys um, got emotional over that you didn't think you would ever get emotional over in normal times? Um, love you, mean it. Bye. Amanda, love you, mean it. What a good question. Did mm. we, we talked about... Chris and Cavallari and Jay getting divorced on this podcast? We did. <laughs> did. How could we have not? I got, um, I got unexpectedly <laughs> emotional about that. And I was like, why? This is very, very stupid. And then the other day, I was looking at a uh, a video that Rex Chapman tweeted out. It was of a dad that walks his daughter in the trash with a different costume on every day. They dress up in costumes. Mm. And that's it didn't make me cry. It probably prepped me, got me to the edge. And then somebody had replied with a video of a girl and her dad uh, at her wedding, um, I guess that they had, she had planned when she was little that she wanted to dance with him to, uh, I hope you dance. I think that's Leanne Womack. And they used to dance in the kitchen to that song, but then he got sick and was in a wheelchair. And so it was her on her wedding day in her wedding gown, like dancing with him in his wheelchair and like spinning him around. The, and I was on my couch, just like, <laughs> like lost it. Lost it. Watched it three times, just sobbing my face mm. off, and was like, "This is." Uh, I did not expect this. Huh. Very emotional. The uh, at seven o'clock, we still do the cheering for the essential workers, um, and I don't know if it brought was to yesterday. you by every company in the United States, That's right? Mm. Yep. Hey guys, I know you're having a hard time. Brought to you right by now. Facebook. Whichever day it was that I had, like, my actual, like, breakdown, uh, it was that day. But, like, the window in my apartment only opens, like, a couple inches, you know, because we're on, like, a high floor. So, like, you can't, like, open the window. And so when I clap, I, like, have to put my hands out and, like, try to clap like an alligator. And, like, it it was beautiful outside. Like, the sun was, like, the water was sparkling with, like, the reflection of the sunlight. And there was, like, wind in my face. But I was, like, trying to move my face to, like, catch the wind and clap like this. And I felt so, like, trapped um, in my apartment because, like, I couldn't Mm -hmm. go outside and I couldn't enjoy the sun or the wind. And I was, like, trying to cheer and I just started sobbing mm-hmm. i was so like it just hit me that i felt was like so caged and like unable to enjoy like regular life yeah so that yeah just trying to clap out a window like an alligator man really. <laughs> <laughs> that'll get anybody that'll set anybody off um i uh was listening to music the other night i was like on you know had a spotify playlist on and you know after you finish the playlist it'll like start to suggest like just go to like songs that kind of sound like it and it'll just like play songs that are similar to it and um it played this song that i hadn't like listened to since i was like 18 or 19 years old and just like i remember listening to it the last time like it was like one of my very first like really bad breakups and i like remember listening to that song like over and over and over again and I haven't heard it really since then. And that song came on and I was just, just like, Whoa. I just started crying mm. just like uncontrollably. It was Do we get so... to know the song or no? Thank you for having um, the courage to ask that question. It was a Ben Lee song, um, which is what it is, is what it is. I think it's called whatever, um, 
whatever it is or um yeah I'll whatever Google it is it. and uh yeah it just stabbed me right in the chest and i oh, did man. not see it did not see it coming it's just like you know reading in my bed there there it came so mm. should we go to the next question yeah can now it be a happy one <laughs> very i think so jay pick a happy one okay this is a very happy one. Hi, Katie, Ashley, Jay. It's Kylie from Toronto. My question is, if you could sort the U.S. women's national team players into Hogwarts houses, Whoa. where would each one go? Thank you. Love you. Mean it. Oh, my God. Kelly's Toronto accent is so good. I thought you were supposed to say Toronto. You are. I just want to listen out that second tea. You are. Uh, Katie's in the kitchen, so I just want to play that one I'm one more time. I just wanna... I'm feeding Myrtle. I just want to. I just want to listen. About. Listen to the way that she says her name. It's so Toronto. Hi, Katie, Ashley, Jay. It's Kylie from Toronto. My Kylie question, from Toronto. If you could- Gosh, <laughs> man, super Canadian. The way she said Toronto wasn't very Toronto. I know, but. Can you hear me when I do this? Kind of. Yeah, we can We can hear Somebody you. Somebody on the Reddit was like, why can't she just pause the podcast and do... And I'm like, well, because I have to respect Ashley's time. So now I'm feeding Myrtle during the podcast. Uh, I don't watch Harry Potter. Watch and Harry so Potter, I've never watched says. or read... What's up? <laughs> I've never watched a Harry... I've never seen a Harry Potter. And so... Uh, well, I mean, I've seen a Harry Potter, but not a... Okay, so I've never... Ashley's um, going to murder you. She's going to murder So I don't know what any of this is, but I do know the women's national team. So why don't you guys describe to me the houses and then I can maybe assign a women's national team player to it? That seems like a great Toronto? idea. There are four okay. houses. Uh, there of course, are, I know that. There's belly. There's, uh, uh, there's, uh, I wonder if I should like, Raven, read the sorting hat description. Ravenclaw. That's one. That is one. Raven house. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that. hold on one second. Okay. Hey, guys. It's just me. Filling by myself. So while we're here, um, oh God. I don't talk about to... your stupid Zoom. Don't do it. I was gonna say, uh, has any you know? There's been a lot of cool French things that have happened recently. Oh, Ashley's back, so we'll no, do keep that going, later. Jay. Keep going. <laughs> I'm trying to find um, the sorting hat section in the book. Just like some spontaneous French news of the week, if you'd like. Um, this is a, off the dome, so please forgive me. But bonjour. Uh, oh uh, last week, uh, I saw an article, uh, kind of interesting oh, okay. about, uh, guy, uh, who is, uh, French, of course, and he's selling, uh, stocks in himself on the crypto market. So you can buy, his name is, uh, Alex. You buy the Alex stocks and then, uh, you get, uh, shares of him. And so if you make money, you also get the money from him if you buy the stocks. So Alex uh, is a young kid, moved to San Francisco, and uh, you can buy his stocks on uh, Ethereum market. So that's interesting to me, but weird also. Uh, anyway, Ashley is going to talk about uh, Harry Potter now, so uh, <laughs> au revoir. <laughs> that's great. Thank you for that, Jay. I yeah. didn't actually yeah. listen, but it sounded very French. I have Thank heard you. it. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, let us uh, know when you're ready to describe these houses to I'm you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I have my wireless headphones in. Okay. So I'm just going to read for you what each house is described as in the first book. You might belong in Gryffindor, where dwell the brave at heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Is the whole book a poem? No. <laughs> 
because I, then I'm definitely not reading them. <laughs> so daring, nerve, chivalry. They're brave. That's Gryffindor. Daring, ner- okay, so that's, Meg- that's Rapino. Yeah. That feels She's right. obviously a Gryffindor. You might belong in Hufflepuff, where they are just and loyal. Those patient Hufflepuffs are true and unafraid of toil. Uh, that is... That's Kelly. Hmm. Hardworking, loyal. Yeah. That's a good one. Is that bad? No, Hufflepuffs Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I I mean, you know know them a lot better than we do, so... I mean, by that, I mean, you know them. Barely. Kelly answers my text, so she's loyal. Mm. Smart, smart, smart. Or yet, in wise old Ravenclaw, if you've a ready mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind. Smart and clever. Mm. Oh, um... It's tough because it's all of them, but uh, let's give that to Sonnet. Mm. Mm. That's a good, That's a good one. Or perhaps in Slytherin, you'll make your real friends. Those cunning folk use any means to achieve their ends. Ambition, Ooh. basically. Ruthless Ooh. ambition. Ooh. Ruthless ambition. I mean, that sounds like a negative. Well, I was going to say Alex, but that sounds like a bad thing. No, it's... I mean, there's not a witch or wizard Maybe that Megan's went bad a Slytherin. that wasn't in Slytherin. Maybe Megan's a Slytherin. I don't know. I don't think any of them are Slytherin. It's not necessarily bad. <laughs> it's just people who are, like, really driven. Like, really driven. They're all really driven. They're top it's of the like, sport. It's like, you know how in uh, The Last Dance, every time anyone spoke, that was personal to MJ? That's a Slytherin. That's a that's a. He's 100% Slytherin, Slytherin. yeah. Right, but I don't think that they... I don't think they talk to each other like that. Well, they're not... It's not necessarily... It's not necessarily bad. Some people put a bad connotation on it, but it's like you're very ambitious, which is like you're going to look out for number one. To get to achieve what you need to achieve, you're going to do whatever it takes. Okay. I think that could I mean, be I'll Alex. Just, I'll just say Alex so that I cannot have to do this anymore. Mm. <laughs> and that's well it. Done. We did it. Yeah. We placed we them. We did. What would Rose be? I think Hufflepuff? Rose would be a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I don't I know. So I feel like they were all calling her the assassin after the World Cup. I feel like she's sneaky, like maybe Ravenclaw. Yeah. What was Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw again? Too. The cunning, really, like clever, cunning one. And also yeah. wit. And also Rose's tweets are super. She funny. is witty. Yeah. yeah, she's funny, but she's also just like loves to chill. And I feel like yeah. that's a Hufflepuff. Well, quality. you know, there's a lot yeah. of based on all the knowledge like, I have of the Harry Potter universe. It's it's you're not exclusively that. Like you can be a mix of all of them. No, you, you are. I mean? I've read the books, so I'm just not sure that's canon. Book was a poem. I've only seen the movies. It's so canon. So yeah, I've um, seen those as well. But okay, guys. Uh, let's okay. let's okay. listen to our next question. All right. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Emery calling from Salt Lake City, originally from Alabama. I was just wondering. If you could be melted down into a candle, what would you smell like? Uh, for me, I'd probably smell like University of Alabama's campus on game day. Mixed with, what? I don't know, Magnolia. Who knows? Anyways. Is his name Emery? I don't want to get it wrong. I think it's like, Emery, yeah. like, like Ethan Embry, almost. Okay, Ethan. Um, so, if you could be melted down into a candle, what would you smell like? 
Uh, cool Ranch Doritos. Final answer. Oh, snap. Especially strong. in quarantine. I would strong smell move. like, I would smell like pizza. Uh, I, uh, smelling like the University of Alabama campus on game day seems like a negative to me. Whether it's with the magnolia or not, a random <laughs> flower, which was the first one he could think of off top. Um, but I think that would be like booze and regret and victory. <laughs> Um, but yeah, booze I would just smell, I would smell like, Damn, like whiskey pizza, really whiskey pizza, cool ranch Doritos. Nice. I, I'd probably, I wouldn't buy my candle. I'd probably smell like vanilla, apple and fatigue. Well, that works. Mm. That's, that's a nice complimentary candle. Well, I, you know, they, they all work together. Yeah, mine mm. don't. Um, I want mine to be you like. Just mute successfully, sure Ashley. Did. Hell yeah! Thank you. Wow. Sorry, Jake. Go ahead. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead. I want, I, yeah, you got it on today. I I want mine to be like scotchy, like rich and scotchy, but also like with like a good wood, like a like a first of all, teak wood. <laughs> Second of all, it's not what I, you want to. Smell I said like. I. It's, well, it's I'm. Ge- I am getting. I am getting there. Obviously, the answer. You said is I like, want it to have a good wood. Ew. Disgusting. That's disgusting. Jeez, oh, and my mom listens to this podcast. Hi, <laughs> Cammy. Uh, I want to smell like a nice, like a nice scotch with some wood, but. Unfortunately, I'm sure that my candle farts. is just like the s- smell of a baguette. It just smell like rising. farts. You Thank sound you like, like a baguette's kind. delicious. He's yeah. like, unfortunately, I would smell like freshly baked bread, which woof, you know. <laughs> well, I was the only one choice. who was honest. Let the record it's my show. Safety school. <laughs> Let the record show. I added uh, cheese to mine. Cheese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so vanilla, apple, cheese, and fatigue. Yeah. Okay, right. it's still and like a nice sandwich. Cheese. But the vanilla is like... Brie. The it vanilla, would be brie. So the vanilla is very superficial. Like, I spray myself with vanilla to mask the, like, apple, like, the boozy apple. That's where the yeah, apple's yeah, coming yeah. from. And the cheese and the fatigue. So it's like, mm. you know what I mean? It's not like Your scent profile is like the taste profile of a Red Bull, where it's just, like, very sweet to that cover the it. fact that it would taste like a gym sock. Yes. Yes, you nailed yeah. it. Perfect. Yeah. I'm a gym. All right, sock. let's let's look. <laughs> let's listen. You're my favorite gym sock, though. You're so comfy. Uh, let's listen to the next one. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. It's Brianna and Jack here from New Zealand. So we were on the Jumanji remake the other night, and it got us thinking. If you were a video game character, what would your weakness be? For example, Kevin Hart explodes when he eats cake. Uh, Jack can't sit cross-legged. Can I enter a state of total paralysis anytime someone tries to tickle me? Um, hope quarantine's treating you guys well. Congratulations on the new roommate, Katie. And I don't mean... <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Brianna and Jack, all the way from New Zealand? What a perfectly executed voicemail. Like, I loved everything they, like, about it. They took turns. They sent stuff at the same time. Those crazy kids are going to make it. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, unless they're brothers. Okay, and sisters, well, then they're, they're going to be make it. best friends forever. <laughs> still going to make it as brother and sister. Don't make yeah, it weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those right. kids are going to make it you weird right. on the podcast. Uh, here first, guys. Cool Ranch Doritos, final answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, my weakness as a video game camera, I also hate uh, being tickled. Mm. Hate it. Um, but what I think I've learned 
is that my true weakness is when Myrtle looks at me with a cute face. Mm. <laughs> because I'm just like, ah, shit. Okay, you can have the thing I just said you couldn't have. Um, <laughs> so all the time. I will think of a better answer hmm. while you two give your answers. I was picturing mine like in the action of the video game. I would mm. I would be like a very distracted like hoarder because I would think I needed everything. So I'd be like, oh wait, that looks important. I'd pick that up and I'd go over to the other That's side. That's me like, oh, when I, I play, but you're absolutely, yeah, two. I'm a collector. And I'd be like Jack-Jack mm. from Cinderella where he's like just Jack-Jack. stacking the cubes of cheese and like trying to hold them with his uh, chin and everything. You mean, come Gus, on, isn't it Gus Gus? Gus, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Jack-Jack is incredible. Jack-Jack is incredible. Gus-Gus. Yeah, Gus-Gus What about you, Jay? Oh, I um, I was also picturing. God, how good did game. that cheese look when he had the little morsels under his chin and then it popped out? Yeah. And go ahead, Joe. Uh, so I would be like making my way through the video game, and then if there was like making my way character- through the video game. <laughs> <laughs> If there was Sorry, another character that could like subtly criticize me from behind me and just like <laughs> that would be my weakness. If someone would be like, "Hey, I see that you did that, but I don't think it was as good as it could have been," and then I would just have a panic attack and not be able to move. You could just play video so, games with Katie and get that in real life. <laughs> that's why I don't play video games with Katie. Or with Ashley, watching you play with Steve, you yeah. did the same thing to Steve. Uh, I would also say I would beat my video game character weakness would actually be that if I died in the game and then came back. My, uh, you know, cause that's how video games work. My character would dwell so much on how I had just died. Like I wouldn't be able to move on. I, you, I would be a changed character that would that's play. That's really funny. Or, like I'd be like too safe and too scared to take another risk because I failed so much that I died. And I, all of my past failures would, uh, by the end of the game, I would just be like, I don't want to because I had died so many times and it affected me. I really want to throw a game like answer. that where like if once you die, it changes the way that your character behaves. That's really funny. I doubt it because that would just be called real life. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I want to play It's a depressing game cool. to play. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, then de- cut this out de- and I'll pitch it to somebody so that we can make money. Depression mode. Yeah, pitch it. Let's make some cash. All right. Somebody made a depression video game, but I remember hearing it was, surprise, very depressing. So <laughs> uh, we've got more, right? Play another. Let's do it. Hey, quarantine. Hope you're all doing well. This is Marley calling from Cincinnati. I am a graduate student, uh, but this next year I actually start teaching because that's what I want to do. Um, I'm anticipating at least part, if not all of the semester, will be online. So my first time ever teaching at a university level is going to be on the Internet. So my question mm-hmm. is, what is the best virtual background to use to make a good impression on these undergrad students? Um, it is a management class, but it's also an arts class. So we can be a little funky, doesn't have to be super serious, should probably avoid, you know, alcohol or drugs, but wow. uh, anything else is pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. A picture of that cutie. A picture of that cutie. That's Ashley's answer. weakness in a video game. It's a screaming kid from another room. You should just, <laughs> you should just drops her big pile yeah, of cheese because she's like, the kid needs me. Um, no, uh, she said her name was Marley, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, the correct answer is take a picture of that adorable child, assuming that it's yours, and then clone it. Uh, in Photoshop a bunch of times <laughs> so that your background is just your adorable kid so that anytime someone's like, oh, this teacher is insert any negative criticism, they're just re- presented with pictures of your adorable kid. 
and reminded that you've got other responsibilities in life that are probably staring at you right now because you're at home teaching for the first time uh, via the internet. That would be my pick. I don't know. Exploit I like your kid is what I'm saying. Go ahead. I feel like as as people who are a little bit older, we can appreciate, you know, the challenges of having a kid and being like, oh, that young thing is cute. But like undergrads, I don't think they're going to give a crap about kids. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Just make it boobs then. Yeah, I oh, think boobs. Strong. But like strong. maybe split. So like boobs on one side and then abs on the other side. So you're like really appealing to like everybody. You know what I mean? Everyone's got some mm-hmm. eye candy to look at. Did you guys sure. see, have you guys seen the clip of uh, someone made their Zoom virtual background the confessional scene from The Office? So it looks like they're sitting in the chair That's doing really Yeah, so I, I had done, I, I didn't know you needed a specific computer to do it and or a green screen. Green screen makes sense to me, but I didn't know if you had a certain, uh, like a new Mac, you can just do it. And so I had downloaded that background because I wanted to go into our Zoom meetings with The Office background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, good bit. I can't use hmm. that feature. So <laughs> I that is a funny one, and it shows the that, kids that you're like with yeah. it. Cool. Yeah, you're hip. You know, but you get the, it. I would say pick the pick the coolest show that you watch that you genuinely do like that people would maybe be surprised that you watch, or like just something cool. Like don't pick a show you don't watch and use a background. You'll get called out on being a phony. But if you like, oh, I like this show that kids also like. Um, mm. Use that. What if she took like famous works of art and like put herself in them like i'm thinking of the guy with the apple on his face and then like the hat like if she was right in front so it looked like she had the Mm. hat and had the same background i think as an art teacher i might think she was too nerdy like oh wow Mm. this lady really loves art i went to arrested development with buster and george blue when you said that but i'm good with that too maybe uh uh you could also just rule by fear and um make your background like a a scene from dexter or just covered Mm. in plastic gosh spatters mm. of blood and you're just like hello welcome to the lecture are you paying oh attention i hope God. you are that would be good you know so that motivates some people mm. that's strong. just blood yeah okay you know a murder scene these are all like, viable it could be like a progression like each class like something is like a little different than it was the time before Ooh. so they're like trying mm. to figure out like what's what and then at the end crap? there's like a quiz and like, there's the blood what was yeah. different Mm, Ashley would love that class. I was going to say, what if she makes it a magic eye? And then all of her students are going to be like really (laughs) in tune, just like trying to. You couldn't have a magic eye with a person in the middle of the picture. You wouldn't understand, but it it wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I don't get it. Sorry, what is it? (laughs) Or she could use her Zoom background as the mood ring of the 2010s or 2020s. And wow, it's 2020. Um, (laughs) And just like, depending on your mood, like on a, let the kids know right up front what they're getting. So on a day that you're pissed off at them, your background is hell. On the day that you're happy, it's like, you know, heaven. That's and then really they know smart. what to expect. Is like it? That. Or is it the stupidest thing I've ever said? Who's to say? All right, let's do uh let's do one one more and then an ad read. Okay. Hi KDS and Jay. This is Kevin calling from DC. Um so I have on a flash drive a chat log of all of my aim chats from middle and high school. I guess at some point I've like exported them when I shut down my AOL account and I haven't looked at them for the fear of utter shame and embarrassment. But my question for you is, if you had access to all of your old AIM chats, would you read them? And if so, would you share them with other people from that period you're still in touch with? Thanks. Love you, mean it. Oof. Uh, woof. Kevin, um, 
you know, maybe it's quarantine talking, but yeah, if I had them, I'd read them. <laughs> I would mentally prepare myself. I would forgive myself before it even started for how corny it was. But I think that you get, uh, you understand how much you've grown. Like it's a, um, I've gone back and read old things I wrote when, that I thought were so good or things that I thought were so bad and been surprised by how much they weren't that, you know, where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it actually was pretty good or that actually sucked. Why did I think it was good? And what it did mm-hmm. was like, make it more clear for me who I am now and like how much I've changed from that time. And like, then you can kind of think about what changed, like what actually happened that got you there. It just kind of gives you like a road marker so that you can assess your journey. You can, you know where you are now and you remember where you were, but if it put a pin on that map, it actually helps you like map out your growth as a person. So yes, I would read them. No, I would not share them with anyone. (laughs) I definitely would read them. I think it would be fascinating. It'd be almost like going back and like reading an old diary or like looking at old pictures. It just like transports you back to a different time in your life. Um, yeah, it's like journaling you don't, you didn't have to do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think I would, I would selectively share them. Like if I had an interesting conversation with a friend about something super lame and we were talking about like, which Backstreet Boy we'd want to FMK, then yeah, I'd be like, yeah oh my God, look sure. at this conversation we had. But I'd share them. Like, I, they'd look like uh, they'd look like every. God, I don't know if I remember their names. What were their names? Brian, Nick, oh JJ, AJ. Howie. Come on, Kevin. Let's go, Brian. Kevin. Oh, you have Brian, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Uh, what do they? What do they look like? Ashley, I'm, trying, I'm Ashley. just trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Hold on, Kevin was the Kevin was the older one with the dark hair. Kevin was the dad. Yeah, Brian, yeah, with the flavor saver. And I remember Brian. Nick had the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I Howie was really the weird one. Yeah, if it was middle school Ashley, I think I would have said F. Wait, I can kill anybody I want, so I'd kill Howie. I would probably... Oh, I said Howie was the weird one. I'm wrong. AJ was the weird one. Okay, then kill the weird one. No, no, you would kill... You'd kill Howie. Killing Howie is the right answer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, poor and Howie. And then it was... I liked I liked Nick and I liked... Well, most people liked Brian, but I liked Kevin, even though Kevin's weird now. No. Most like people Kevin. liked Nick. Nick and Brian. A lot of girls like Brian in my friend group. Yeah. So yeah. I'd probably it was like the JC like, and, and Justin. Yeah. Yeah. I was always more of the JC than Justin, mm-hmm. which mm. was unpopular. So you're effing Nick, you're killing Howie, and you're marrying Kevin? Yeah, I guess. Wow. Right. I wish I could go back on that, though, because after watching their Zoom, I don't know. We don't need to You watched that. their Zoom and yeah, you didn't they, remember their names or what they looked like? I just did. It took me a while. My brain doesn't work the same as it does, as it used to. My brain doesn't work anymore. I you left a voicemail the other Zoom. day. And I couldn't remember my own phone number on voicemail. It's eight I'm serious. I'm serious. I had to write it down on a piece of paper so that I could remember it the next time I called and left well, somebody a voicemail. Forgive yourself like, for that. It's my okay. brain doesn't work. So yeah. If I, I if I shared boys. on that note, you said that you would selectively share them. If I shared my AIM conversations with someone, it would look like any government document. It would just be heavily redacted. And it would be like, <laughs> focus on the, the four lines that aren't blacked out. Uh, that's the funny point I want to make. And I will not be letting you know what all the black marks are covering. That's really funny. Like, And they'd probably be my screen name because it's the most embarrassing part of all of it. <laughs> Uh, all right, we have time for one more voice moment before we do that. This podcast, as you know, is brought to you by Atlantic Teleconference and Telepathy. <laughs> so, Ashley, um, 
I assume I have to sing this one. You what are is the what are we doing? Can you provide us with a little glimmer of hope and remind us all that we will survive? Please. Mm. Oh my god. Really? Yes. Come on, that's a great one. Mm. It's no streets it of really Italy high? restaurant stuff, but what's up? Streets of Italy restaurant stuff is how she's referring to scenes from an Italian restaurant. <laughs> you knew what I meant. The disrespect. <laughs> wow. If Billy Jumped Joel out. could hear you now. Oh, hold on. This ad from on this video of I Will Survive has two ads before it, and oh, they're geez. a minute long. So. Okay, so I know Billy Joel songs. I just didn't know that one. That's a big yeah. one. Uh, like, yeah. I don't think it's... I'm going to Google what are his most famous songs are and see where the ones I know land most. Okay. Popular, not That's- famous. Popular. Billy. I uh, hate this already. Doesn't it start on its own? Oh, that's right. Hey, guys, I know there's a lot going on right now in the world, and we're all shopping on the Internet. But I just saw that AT&T started doing two really helpful things for those who want to buy a new phone or device online. They're offering fast, free no-contact delivery. And curbside pickup so that online shopping's as simple and safe as possible. On top of that, they have a flexible return policy so you can shop at ease. You can visit att.com to learn how to shop online from the safety of your home. 24-7, this is all just subject to change. Restrictions apply. And that's the end of the ad read. Thank God, oh my God. It was so short. And we survived it. It was bad, but it is over now. I do not have to keep going, but I feel like I probably should. I probably should. I probably should. Hey, hey. I mean, wow. honestly, shout out Atlantic uh, uh, Turf and, and Track forever because that was the perfect ad read. Nice and quick. That was fun. I uh, enjoyed that. Jay, you want to do last voicemail? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Katie. If you had to choose between singing every word you say or <laughs> everybody who talks to you can only do so in song, which would you pick? Oh, (laughs) that's it. No name, no identifying information, does not love us, does not mean it. But a good question, Uh, a relevant question. So the choice is you got to sing every time you talk or everybody who talks to you sings. I sing every word I talk. Really? Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, because I, the sound of other people singing to me would be very, ironically enough, it would annoy me. So uh, I think I would sing every word I say. But now I'm thinking about like, would that affect my career? And nobody yeah, would want probably, to watch, but in an uh, incredible way. You'd probably have know. a very, very successful YouTube channel. <laughs> People would, would be annoyed by me. I would pick everybody else singing. Why? Because then I could stop it when I wanted to. Like I could just go not talk to people for a while. Mm. I know? think though, for you, I think that everybody else singing, you would end up singing too. So then you might as well just... But I could do that, like, sing-talky thing in the middle, you know, where, like, they're all singing in the middle of the Yeah, I would musical sing. What's that word again? 
You know? Yeah. I could do that. that. Would be me if I wanted to, but if I wouldn't, I didn't have And I to. guess, that's, I guess the other, the other thing about it is that like you, it's probably only for you, right? Like they're talking normal, but you're hearing it in song. And so that's oh, like, like that a personal show? prison. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas um, like you, if you're singing every word and nobody else is, they're probably like, Katie's weird and just sings all the time. Cause yeah. I was going to say, this seems like either way you're stuck in a really lonely existence in which either you have to sing or everyone else is always singing and you don't have a choice but to not fit in. Um, but yeah, then that's at, true. To, to Ashley's point, like if everyone else is singing and they know they're singing and you can just sing with them, then that's probably what I would choose because then at least it's like, yeah. if I want to sing, then I can be part of the crowd, but I can also go my own way and you yeah. know, do. I do just think I would get really annoyed and not talk to people because I'd be like, please, with the fucking singing, stop. <laughs> I think eventually it would just start to sound like talking, you know? Yeah. Like, would it? Yeah. I w- you wouldn't listen to music. You would just listen to talk radio and podcasts as like you're like, oh, I love this one. Yeah, because so <laughs> you'd be so annoyed by the sound. They of make singing. the funniest jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny. Uh, that's a good question, anonymous. Uh, and that brings us to the end of this week's edition of sports. Shout out to uh, Atlantic Trust and Triumph, and also to State Farm, our sponsors. We love them. Also, shout out to the Mina Kime Show featuring Lenny. Mina is at it, you know, every week with in-depth analysis, excellent takes. Also, Lenny's there, so why wouldn't you listen? Go get that wherever you get podcasts. Big thanks to you guys for listening now and. Two more times on a different platform because mm-hmm. three, three is for me. Uh, I don't know, guys. I feel like I don't want to ask anything of anyone during quarantine. So just mm-hmm. listen to it as many times as you want to, but definitely join the, uh, our subreddit because I once posted there and will never again. <laughs> Same. Right, Jay? <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> uh, you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way, we read and we love them like this one from McNuggets. Oh my God. They listen. Uh, that says, I love that they definitely always cover sports and only talk about sports, which is why I listen, parentheses, to hear about sports. <laughs> and lastly, don't forget that you can always leave off a voicemail at 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Mean it.